The day I was married is one of those. The days that my children were born. The day that Robin and I arrived in an airport and had a little girl handed to us. She couldn't stand me, but she loved my wife, so that was good. She and I love each other now, but boy, those first few days were rocky ones. But she loved Robin from the beginning. Those have all been great days of joy. We've experienced more in the last few days as we got to see our first grandchild. That was absolutely wonderful. And we experience joy in different contexts. Sometimes your team wins the Stanley Cup and sometimes they don't. Peter did not experience joy this year. I'd like to say that my heart broke for him. It didn't. I was in a car uh, driving south when all of that unfolded. I actually, don't hate me for this, I would have liked to see the Canucks win. I was a Canuck fan for a long time. And uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Flames fan now. But at the time I was a Canucks fan, those people have been waiting a long time. 40 years. Would have been nice to be able to see them win. I know some of you are thinking, not. But anyway, there are times when joy just captures us. And it all depends on your context. If you're a Vancouver Canucks fan and they would have won, you would have been thrilled with joy. If you're not a Canucks fan, you may have been thrilled with joy that they didn't win. I can remember when the thing that would send the the people in my automobile into Rhapsody was when we would arrive at the border crossing, getting ready to go back to Victoria, knowing that if we make it right through the border crossing, we're going to be able to catch the next ferry. But if you miss that, if you know if it's a long line at the border crossing, then you're going to miss the ferry. And so I can remember coming up to the border crossing and everybody exulting with joy because the line at the border crossing was short. And it was as if our team had won the Stanley Cup. We were just thrilled with joy with that. It just depends on your context. But for those of us who stand in Jesus Christ, Christ is our context. Christ is our context. And when we look at life, what it means for us to be alive in him brings to us abundant, abounding joy. I can remember like it was yesterday. I, was, I can't remember who I was describing this to recently. Um, coming out of the water upon my baptism. Now, I, I was baptized in a river at a camp. I didn't know Jesus at all. All of a sudden, in in just a few days, I heard the gospel. It totally pierced my heart, changed everything about me. And I can remember coming out of the water on this little sandy beach at the North Yamhill River at Camp Yamhill in Oregon and coming up onto the beach. And I was just overcome with joy for what it meant for me to have my sins forgiven and to have a relationship with Jesus. And I, I literally fell to my knees in the sand And I sobbed. I cried, sobbing for what I had received in Jesus. I didn't know that before. And all of a sudden, I had the joy of knowing Jesus. And sometimes, joy brings forth from us tears of joy. I think Glenn was expressing that this morning at the Lord's Supper, was he not? When he thinks about what it means for him to now be able to go to on on a mission trip where two years ago, maybe that wasn't on his his charts, didn't think he was going to do something like that. And now he is. And it brings him such joy that tears come to his eyes because that happens. 
Little babies bring us tears of joy. Well, on that day when I came out of the water, I hit the sand on my knees and I sobbed because of the joy of what it meant for me to have Jesus Christ as Lord. I want you to turn to 1 Peter chapter 1 in your Bibles, please. 1 Peter chapter 1. I have the text up here, but I love it when you look in your own Bibles too. Listen to these words. Read them along with me in your text. In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief and all kinds of trials. So these are people who have to suffer some things for the sake of Jesus. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith... These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled, it says, with an inexpressible and glorious joy. The text starts with, in all this you greatly rejoice. It ends with inexpressible and glorious joy. And in between is what's happened to us in Jesus Christ. And the blessing of having sins forgiven, of having a new life in Jesus, is to bring out of us this kind of joy. There's an excitement there. The kind of excitement, the kind of joy that I experienced when I came out of the water. I hit the sand because it was just the most monumental event in my life. And that's what it means to know Jesus. Do you experience that? Is that part of your life as a Christian? Some of you no doubt right now are thinking yes. I experience that on a regular basis. There are some of you, no doubt, who are thinking, you know, it's been a while. It's been a while for me. There are things that have gotten in the way. There is the hum drudgery of life. There are the things that sometimes draw my attention away. There are the things that cause me to sometimes think about the things of this world more than I think about Jesus and what he's done for me. One of the things that I want to do this morning is just call you back. Call you back to what the Bible describes as your first love. The love and the joy that you experienced in knowing Jesus from the beginning. I am not the only one in the room this morning who has had an experience like what I had on the sand next to the North Yamhill River. I watched just a few weeks ago when Susan came out of the water and her tears were real as she was expressing what it meant for her to be baptized into Jesus Christ. And you've experienced that, some of you. And if they weren't tears on the outside, there was a broken heart on the inside. There was something real that happened to you. And God wants so badly for the joy that was kindled in your heart that day to be rekindled. And for you to again experience the joy of all that it means to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. 
And so if you don't experience that this morning, or if that hasn't been where you've been, I want you to reflect today on what it means to be saved by the blood of Christ. What it means for you to have new life in Him. What it means for you to know people around you who have new life. What it means for our mission team to go to Estonia and talk to people about new life in Jesus. All those things have the chance to rekindle within us the joy that Jesus wants to be ours. Just quickly, in this text, in verse 6 and in verse 8, you'll notice the expression, joy is used. Or rejoice. In this you greatly rejoice. And then in verse 8, um... An inexpressible and glorious joy. Just so you know, that word for joy there is not just the word like, I'm excited and happy. The word used in those two texts, in verse 6 and verse 8, is a word of incredible joy. Monumental joy. The kind of jumping up and down, dancing, thrill to your toes kind of joy. And that's what Jesus wants for you to experience in him is that kind of jump up and down, thrilled to your toes kind of joy. We need to feel that. We need to experience that. We need to express that even in worship. Maybe that means falling on your knees. Maybe it means tears. Jesus wants us to experience the joy of knowing him. The second text for the morning, Philippians 4, 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again. Rejoice. This is a different word for joy, by the way. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. The Lord is near. That's interesting. It doesn't mean necessarily that he's coming back soon. What it means is that he's right at hand. He's right there by you. And therefore, don't be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is a different kind of rejoicing that we experience in Christ. The first kind of rejoicing was the experience of having our sins forgiven and being in a relationship with Jesus for the first time. And it was fantastic. This is the kind of joy that we experience even though things don't always go in life as we want them to go. When things don't go well, we can get anxious. When things don't go well, it can bring us down. There are times when things don't go well when you feel like the Lord isn't necessarily near. But Paul promises you that he is. That he's right there. And he calls us at moments like that to prayerfulness. To a recognition that God is still with us, that he loves us, that he cares for us. And for the peace that he can provide in the toughest of times. A peace that can transcend understanding despite circumstances. Last Sunday morning... We were in Arkansas, taking Easton to church for the very first time. And on my right was my wife of 32 years, his grandmother. On my left was his other grandmother. And in the middle of the prayer that we prayed at the beginning of the service, I always hold Robin's hand when we pray in church. And so we're praying and I'm holding her hand. And... Easton's other grandmother reached over in the middle of the prayer and she grabbed my hand. And we were praying together. And I thought about the fact as we then finished that prayer and began to sing and I listened to her sing in quite a beautiful voice, loudly, with gusto. 
I listened to a woman who I know 15 years or so ago lost one of her children in an accident where he was sent across the street by his father to pick up the mail. And when he crossed the road, and I I drove on that road just a couple of days ago, he was hit by a car and was killed. And so my son is married now to their only remaining child, their daughter. And you can imagine that it was with great joy that they experienced the birth of a grandson. But I held her hand while we prayed and I listened to her sing with joy and I thought to myself, this woman has faith. And she's living a profound joy in Christ despite the circumstances that have come into her life. And so she rejoices in the Lord always, knows that the Lord is near, prays to him and presents her request to him, and she's filled with a peace that goes beyond understanding and comprehension because of what she's experienced in Christ. I held her hand last Sunday, and it was wonderful to know that my grandson is in a context like that where this woman has faith. Acts chapter 2. All the believers were together and had everything in common and they sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts and they broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, it says, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And it's a different kind of joy here. This isn't the joy of just coming to Christ. This isn't the joy of of having overcome things in life and being lifted up by God's transcending peace. This is the joy of being part of community. This is the joy of what it means to minister to each other. And when it says glad and sincere hearts, this is actually that first Greek word about joy that I explained to you where it's that jumping up and down kind of excitement, joy in Jesus. That's what the early church was experiencing when they came together. They broke bread in their homes. They ate together with glad and sincere hearts. They shared the supper together. They worshiped together. And when they did, they were thrilled to their toes with joy of what it meant to be together in Jesus. I don't know if you experience that on a Sunday morning coming here. Sometimes, honestly, I do. Sometimes I don't as much. We're all like that. But God wants us when we gather together in his name and experience what it means to be community and to have this fellowship in him, to experience the joy of being Christians together. And we have that privilege. I'm so grateful that God blesses us in that way, that we can gather together and worship him. We've got a mission team again going to Estonia. They're going to be gone for a few weeks. They're going to come back. And you know what's going to happen while they're gone? Joy is going to be expressed because of what they're sharing together in Jesus. And there will be community built like you can't imagine. Relationships will be solidified like we just can't have any other way, really. Jesus does that, allows us to experience that kind of joy together. They probably will see people come to Jesus together. They're going to communicate the gospel of Christ together. Going to a place where people don't know Jesus together. Serving others. And the joy of being together in that will be lived out 
among them. The final kind of joy this morning. Revelation 19, verses 6 through 8. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters, and like loud peals of thunder shouting, Hallelujah! For our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give Him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come and His bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given to her to wear. And you know who the bride is? We are the bride. We're the ones who get to experience that kind of joy in Jesus. The final ushering into the kingdom of God's children together with him. And as we experience that, the text says here that they said, Hallelujah, for our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad. And they're worshiping Christ together in heaven in the eternal glory because of what they've experienced in him. And so there's an ultimate final worship-filled joy that we both will get to experience and have the chance to experience now. Because when we're together and we have a chance to worship, don't you sometimes feel like shouting, Hallelujah! Don't you sometimes just want to say, Praise you, Jesus, for what you've done for us! Don't you sometimes just want to look at the other brothers and sisters around you and say, isn't this incredible? That we are saved in Christ, that we're together in Him, that we love each other and find salvation and the blessing of of all the joy lived out among us. The mission team will experience that. I know they will. And I experience that all, all the time, often, on Sunday morning when I'm with you. And I start to worship And I praise and I'll turn and I'll look and I'll see some brother or sister caught up in the moment of singing praises to God. And I'm filled with the joy inside. We will experience it someday in a final, ultimate way in the kingdom. But we experience it right now in the kingdom too. And I'm so glad that God gives us that. And so don't be afraid to express your joy. Don't be Put in a box and be made to feel that you can't let it go a little bit in terms of the excitement and the joy of what it means for us to have Christ as our Savior. Because it looks to me like heaven is going to be a lot of letting it go for Christ. And it's easy for me to imagine that God wants us to experience some of that even right now. And this, by the way, is also that word of jumping up and down, thrilled to the toes kind of joy that we have in Jesus Christ. Church, he wants to fill us with his joy. We have been focusing the last few times that I've preached on the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. Love, joy. He wants through his Holy Spirit To grant us that kind of joy. I pray he brings it into your life today. Let's pray. Oh God, what a blessing it is to be your child. What a blessing it is to know you. It fills me with joy today, Lord, to know the way in which you work in my life. 
the way that you've made me your child, all the things that you've given for me, given to me, the things you've done for me, my, my family, but then my church family and all the relationships, all of these things, God, have just, they've made my life so wonderful. And I thank you and praise you from the depth of my being this morning for what it is that you've done for me. Father, I pray that for every person here that they would be able to feel and experience that kind of joy within them. Through your spirit, fill them today, God. Bless them with the presence of your spirit that their hearts can be transformed, that they can feel the fullness of you inside them. Bring that to each one of us. And for those who don't know you today at all, Lord, Help them to understand who you are and what you've done. Bring your joy through your spirit into their life that they can be transformed and know you fully. Transform their hearts, their lives. Make them one with you. Fill them with your joy. It's through Jesus we pray. Amen.